0: Welcome to your coach on demand. I'm Dr. Greg Ketchum. I'm a psychologist and executive coach and a former radio talk show host. I'm joined by my partner, Steve Kofsky, who is a technology journalist and author and also is a former talk show host. We invite you to give a listen, try out some of the action steps we recommend, and we think you'll be glad you did.
1: Hey there, Dr. Greg. Welcome back.
0: Hey, steve L. How you doing, man?
1: I am doing fantastic. I'm, I'm excited to be back with you on the air and talking about things that are going to help us in the workplace, help us succeed, and help those around us succeed. And this this is a great little topic you've come up with. The title is, I'm not sure if you're being straight with me or engaging in a little political sabotage, how to deal with someone whom you believe might be trying to sabotage you. Anyway, I'm anxious to hear how you frame this question and, and what your solutions are for us. Well,
0: Steve, here's, here's an interesting situation that came up in a recent coaching session. My coachee, let's call him Felix, uh, not Oscar, but Felix, is the leader of a large business unit at his company, and his manager recently assigned a guy, let's call him Ralph, to work in coordination with him on a new product launch. So Ralph, of course not his real name, has a reputation as being a very political animal who is untrustworthy and only out for himself. Now, since being assigned to work with Felix, Ralph has had one conversation with their their joint manager where he said some unfavorable things about their project that kind of made Felix look bad. The result is that Felix now suspects that Ralph is out to sabotage him. So, Steve, what do you do when you suspect someone is out to sabotage you
1: you know the first thing that came to my mind when i when i read this this little case study is that is the manager aware that ralph has this kind of tendency that he's a political animal and and uh sending a message perhaps when things become political you got to start looking into the deeper picture not on the surface and you may want to refer back to our podcast on reading between the lines but there's there's something at work here that is not on the surface that isn't obvious, and so that's my first instinct.
0: Okay, and uh, well, that would be wrong, Steve. <laughs> ah. Figures, yep, figures. Okay. Well, no, no, it's not. It's not wrong. Can't I mean, you're right. That's a good point. But let's just assume for the the um, conversation here that Felix's manager doesn't really know about the reputation that Ralph has. He just sees Ralph as this, you know, competent guy. So. So if you've got someone that is working with you and you suspect they might be trying to sabotage you, what do you do? What could you do?
1: Okay. All right. I'm, I'm going to change my answer. This is a situation now where you're not dealing so much with a manager as with this potential rival in the workplace. That's right. You've well, got to look at this fellow Ralph. What's motivating him? Is he angling for my job? Is he just a complainer in general? Does he not like me for some reason? you, you got to dig into his motivations and right. try to find out, one, is he in right. fact trying to sabotage you, or is he just you know bumbling through? And it, you know, maybe you're a little paranoid, or maybe maybe you're picking up on the real thing, but you got to try to verify what's yeah. going on.
0: That's exactly right, Steve. And uh, so, oh, so, I knew I'd
1: get it if you gave me enough chances, I knew I'd get it, Dr. Greg. <laughs> so,
0: go with your second impulse. <laughs> uh, so why this is important, Steve Felix is left with the suspicion that Ralph is out to sabotage him, and Ralph's background reinforces that view. Now, however, and here's the interesting question, Felix doesn't really know if Ralph is out to get him, as his belief is based on one incident and on Ralph's negative reputation. So, like you said, you've gotta try to figure out what's going on. So, if Felix starts to respond to Ralph as if he really is a saboteur, Felix could evoke that very side from Ralph and in that sense could be a contributor in making his worst suspicions come true. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? It,
1: it does. And without
0: checking it out, if you just start treating someone like that. Yeah, responding.
1: Yeah, now I don't know if you know this about my background, but early in my career I was once fired and accused of being a saboteur. Is that right? And it was because I was just I was so bad at my job. And I had worked for a competitor previously. <laughs> they thought I was intentionally sabotaging them. It's just that I—it was just sheer ineptitude. But see, that's how people can can misread things, and, and that's that's well, a true story, folks. Yes.
0: That wasn't uh, last week, was it, Steve? That was a long time ago, in a galaxy far away.
1: No, no, that was a, that was a while yeah. back. Yeah. Yes, I think all wow. those people are are safely retired now. <laughs> yeah.
0: At this point, Felix doesn't really know if it's sabotage. And there there are other things that you already kind of mentioned that could be going on. One, it could just be a communication breakdown. Second thing could be competition. Frank could just be a competitor. You
1: said Frank there, and I think we, we changed it to Ralph.
0: Frank. Oh, that's right. Uh, his middle name is Frank. So... Oh, so <laughs> So how does Felix go about determining what's going on and what does he do once he does, Steve? Let's talk about some action steps. And the first action step there is what, Steve? The
1: first action step is to ensure that a communication breakdown is not the issue. So you've gotta find out, you know, is this person on the level? Is it, is it just a misunderstanding or is there something deeper here? Right,
0: and so you wanna take a trust building step Uh, because that's really at the foundation of any situations like this, a lack of trust, by inviting the other person to sit down to discuss your mutual communication needs. Now, some of the agreements you need to make in a discussion like this are uh, regular meetings. So you want to set up regular update meetings on a schedule that works for the two of you so that you have a ready forum to address any issues that come up. And secondly, you want to talk about how and when to escalate. So you want to agree that you will discuss any issues that arise with each other before you escalate them to your manager. So those are two of the things that you could, agreements you could set up around communication to ensure that communication itself is not the
1: problem. Those are somewhat counterintuitive, in a sense, because for myself, when I suspect somebody of being out to get me, the last thing I want to do is spend more time with them. So, you know... I, I really have to, I have to make uh, an honest effort here to say, okay, not only am I not going to just run screaming from this individual and, and try to sabotage them, but I'm going to draw them out. I'm going to set up regular meetings. I'm going to you know, spend more time with them, not less. I'm not sure that's, that's the you know intuitive first step for many people, so that's that's very insightful. I, I
0: think that's that's a really good point, Steve, and again, what we're doing here is we're trying to determine if we really have a saboteur or not. We don't know that yet. So that first step is really aimed at knocking out that communication might be the issue. So a second action step is you wanna have an honest and direct conversation. So once you've got your communication framework set, you wanna allow some time to pass, to see if that solved the problem. If issues that look like sabotage keep happening, then it's time to have a direct and honest conversation. And when you do this, you want to go with an open mind and an open heart in a non-confrontational manner. That is, you may lead with something like, you know, Ralph, I thought we had agreed to discuss issues with each other before escalating them, but just last week it looks like that didn't happen. Can you help me understand that? Now, you're honestly asking for your partner's help in understanding the situation. You want to avoid accusing them of sabotage. As if that's what's happening, it's very unlikely that they'd admit it. So see how they handle your legitimate question. Can you see yourself doing that, Steve?
1: I can. And, you know, that's very important because now you're, you're calling things out on the carpet. And it could be that's right. that Ralph just... Uh, doesn't have a filter, says things right off the top of his head, happened to be around the manager. You know, maybe That's right. maybe didn't realize that he was violating uh, what you feel is a, is the code of ethics, you know, which is to cover everything up until the last, you know, no, <laughs> not, not necessarily. But, you know, <laughs> breaking that code of silence, you're also sending a message to this individual saying that, you know, hey, the, you've given me reason to distrust That's you. That's right. You know, are you aware of that? That's important.
0: That's right. So that first step is making sure it's not a communication issue. The second step having that honest conversation, you know, that those two in and of themselves can nip it in the bud, as Barney Fife would say, uh, if it is sabotage, because like you've just said, you put them on notice. Hey, I kind of see what's going on here. So our, our third action step, Steve, if it really is sabotage, if you clarified communication, you've had that direct conversation. And after all that, you, d- you determine that the indicators point to it being sabotaged. There are some steps that you should take. First, you need to document each incident as to date, time, who, what, when, where, etc. And I'd recommend keeping a small journal to record your observations. Then you want to take it to your manager, being sure to let him or her know all the steps you've already taken to address the situation so as to be clear that you're not just bringing the whole mess to dump in their lap, but rather looking for their guidance. How does that sound? Well,
1: The the first thing I have to say is Barney Fife, really? (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) Some people are going to have to Google that. Okay. Uh, I didn't know that that was was the genesis of that nipping in the bud. In in my opinion, as a manager and as a managee, try to have a solution and don't just come and, and drop problems in your boss's lap. Come and say, you know, I think there's a problem and I think yeah. this is maybe the way to solve it. What's your guidance? You're always going to get a lot further with that approach. And Barney Fife would say that to Andy <laughs> Griffith in a minute. So, uh, Dr. Greg these ancient television references aside, what can we take away from this? Well,
0: you know, sometimes your preconceived notions about someone can completely color the way you see them and their actions in an unfair, inaccurate way, and that's called prejudice. Now remember, it's a quantum world, and you owe it to yourself and the other person to do your best to determine the reality of what's going on, before your own actions contribute to evoking the very behavior from the other person that you
1: desperately do not want. Now, that's heavy, Steve. That is quite heavy. Sometimes it gets a little heavy in the workplace, and, you know, sometimes uh, we get a little nervous, and and maybe we're looking at the actions of others and thinking that they're antagonistic to us. But that doesn't mean that everybody isn't out to get you. (laughs) So uh, let's not forget that. That might be the topic of a future podcast. Today's was, I'm not sure if you're being straight with me or engaging in a little political sabotage, how to deal with someone whom you believe might be trying to sabotage you in the workplace. And Dr. Greg, thanks for that insight today. You bet, Steve. Take care, man.
0: And finally, if you'd like to get in touch with your comments or questions, just send me a note at drgreg at talentplanet.com. That's D-R-G-R-E-G at talentplanet.com. Thanks.
1: We are buddies. Well, you certainly are a sorry-looking pair.
0: (laughs) We are not sorry. No, sir. We're just discouraged.